Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Dynamic Dojo Show with Restita and Robert, your source for martial arts talk radio. Three, two, one, we're live. Welcome to Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio with Rita and Robert. It's January 4th, 2015, and it's going to take me a while to get used to saying 2015. And I'm joined here by my co-host, Robert Deal. How are you doing, Sifu Bob? I'm doing really well. You know, I thought about it this week, Rusty. I've got two questions for you. What's that? Do you know what they call... Two consecutive days of rain in Seattle. What do they call two consecutive days of rain in Seattle? No, we just call it a regular day, but what, what do well, you call it? it, it, it it's actually called a weekend. <laughs> and do, do you know what day, daylight savings time means in Seattle? No, I don't. One more hour of rain. Oh, my God. <laughs> So this week oh it was actually God. funny. Uh, I guess I'd stepped in some gunk, and you, you've been to my house. You know, it's hardwood floors, and I guess I left a trail from mm. the door, from the front door to the bathroom. And my wife okay. is like looking at me, going, "I just cleaned up a trail from the front door to the bathroom." And without missing a beat, I said, "Sure, you know, I, I just wanted to find my way back." And she said, <laughs> "She said." And she said, it's time to use breadcrumbs. <laughs> and I, 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 you know, as a proud father of a very bright young lady, I've got to say, my daughter scored 1,800 on her PSATs. What? I am. What? I'm a, yeah. And that's, that's not even, that score doesn't really count. That's just to prepare for the SATs. So now she knows where to study. Whoa! Right on. That's cool. That awesome. was very cool. Well, you know, I'd like to on um, Michelle's mic. We are joined, listeners, by a special guest co-host. So, joining us right now is Kumu Lua, Michelle Manu. Michelle, how you doing? Hi. How are you? Really good. Thanks good, for joining good. us as a guest co-host again. We always love you have uh, having you on as a guest co-host. Happy New Year. Oh, Happy New Year. I love it, too. And, and you know, the listeners don't know that before the show, <laughs> my my mic is muted and uh, Bob is throwing insults and I, he couldn't hear any of my responses. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, I thought about clicking on your mic and I went, mm, no. <laughs> Yeah, it was for Bob's safety. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's for listener listener safety. But then again, we weren't yeah. on the air. But that's right true, on. But my phone needs therapy after hearing all of what it just heard. <laughs> right, right. Oh my goodness. 
you know, sometimes <gasps> listeners, the green room is is the place where we just kind of like let loose and stuff like that. And sometimes the you think the show is crazy. You gotta sometimes you gotta listen to what goes on in the green room. <laughs> oh so my you know goodness. It. Yeah. Well, listeners, our phone number here, listeners, is 347-677-0699. We also have a chat board um, on the Blog Talk Radio show marquee. So if you find this show on Facebook, um, just click it and, um, well, click underneath it, because if you actually click the picture itself, it'll play in Facebook. Click underneath it to actually link to Blog Talk Radio, and you'll find our marquee. Scroll underneath, and you've got our chat board. So if you don't want to have fun and call us, you can actually talk to us on our chat board. And if you have any questions for either one of us, Bob or Kumu Michelle, or our upcoming guest here at about 630, Justin Harvey, you can just write your uh, your questions there. But, you know, it's better to call. It's a lot of fun, a lot of fun. It is a little bit past uh, 6.30. It's about almost 6.40. Let's do this real quick. Let's take a really quick three-and-a-half-minute break. And when we come back, we are going to have successful podcast radio personality, Justin Harvey, joining us. So don't go away, folks. We'll be right back. After a boy born in Joplin, Missouri, was fascinated by anything with wheels and a motor. The odds of him going on to fascinate millions with his talent, 1 in 260,000. The odds of him having 15 career NASCAR victories, 1 in 1.7 million. The odds of a child being diagnosed with autism, 1 in 68. I'm Jamie McMurray, and my niece has autism. Learn more at autismspeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. You know, a lot of kids in my neighborhood have really believe me. There's these teenagers around my neighborhood who sometimes just ride around us on their bikes calling calling us swear words and like throwing stuff at us. He grabbed my jacket just to get in line first and he was running after me and then he grabbed me by the hood and I started choking. I wasn't doing anything. He called me gay because he didn't like me. Bullying is wrong because it like hurts people's feelings and it makes you feel bad about yourself. It can make someone feel uncomfortable and scare them and make them not want to go back to school. It lowers their self-esteem. And it doesn't just always hurt on the outside. It also hurts on the inside. But do you know what I say when he's bothering me? I say, don't do that. If you don't stop, then I'll go tell the teacher. Stop. Could you please not do that anymore? Stop. Stop bullying. It is not cool. Hi, folks. This is Ristita De Jesus of Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio. And I just want to send a shout-out to a good friend of the Dynamic Dojo show, Mr. Justin Harvey. Now, Justin's got two big passions in the world, and those are radio and martial arts. A student of Frank Duke's, Justin is a true student of the arts. Now, Justin has cerebral palsy, but that doesn't stop him at all. In fact, if somebody says that something can't be done, Justin will just get out there and do it, no matter what. He's the host of The Justin Harvey Show and has had guests such as Cynthia Rothrock, Frank Dukes, Ernie Reyes Sr. and Jr., Eric Lee, and many more. The Justin Harvey Show is syndicated on iTunes, so what are you waiting for? Go check it out. 
Hi, this is Frank Duke. This is T. Joe Douglas Wong. Hi, this is Kumu Lua, Michelle Manu, and you're listening to Rosita and Bob on the Dynamic Dojo Radio Show. The only place to be to get the real scoop on the real things that are going on in the martial arts world. Do you have an idea for a guest or a topic that you'd like to hear on the Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio Show? If you do, you can email your suggestions and ideas to dynamicdojoradiohost at gmail.com or you can also post it on the Dynamic Dojo Facebook page. You're listening to the Dynamic Dojo Show with Restita and Robert, your source for martial arts talk radio. Right, and we are back. If you're just now tuning in, this is Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio with Rustita and Robert and special guest co-host Michelle Manu. Our phone number here is 347-677-0699. So give us a call if you'd like to talk to our guest, Justin Harvey, or to me, or Bob, or Michelle. <laughs> we also have a chat board on our Blog Talk Radio show marquee, so feel free to type your questions in there if you don't want to call us. But you know what? If you don't want to spend on the long distance, there's a little blue button on the Blog Talk Radio show marquee. That's for Skype. So if you have Skype, click on that. It'll take you through Skype, and you can call us toll-free. No long-distance charges. How cool is that? So give us a call. So... Without further ado, I'm going to turn the mic over to Michelle, who will introduce our special guest. Yes, I'd love to introduce to, uh, Justin Harvey to you, who's calling in to be with us today from West Virginia. Uh, Justin's passions are martial arts and radio. His show, The Justin Harvey Show, also known as The J. Ray Radio, features some of the greatest martial arts actors and just martial artists of all times. Um, whether it's Don the Dragon Wilson, Ernie Reyes Sr. and Jr., Stan Bush, Cynthia Rothrock, and countless others, his show delivers top-notch interviews and is an important podcast in the world of martial arts. I mean, amazingly, he was just voted number one podcast for 2014 and is now working to broadcast with iHeartRadio. Um, his show has received national recognition, and he'll be inducted into the USA Martial Arts Hall of Fame this coming April. Um, so I also wanted to mention that I am looking very forward to interviewing him personally on the Masters Hall of Fame World News in the spring, live from the USA Martial Arts Hall of Fame. So I, it's my pleasure to introduce you now to my new friend, all of our friends, uh, Justin Harvey. Welcome, Justin. Good Woo. evening. Good evening. Thanks for joining us. Absolutely. Right on. We're going to get a tonight. bunch of applause here. Woo! Yay! Okay. <laughs> that, was our, that was our peanut gallery there, Justin. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule. And you are busy. I was talking to Justin like at midnight last night, and it's 3 a.m. something his time. And before I shut the computer off, I'm like, wow, Justin, you're up late. <laughs> um. I'm up all hours of the night. I mean, I'm not dedicated to um to my uh, Facebook following and my radio show following, 
that's how serious I am about um, my radio show. You know, there there is no sleep for the wise, as I like to say. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Like, I, <laughs> there have been times when me and Bob, when we're actually in the same room together, like when I go and visit over there, we'll be up until like all hours of the night just talking show stuff. And mm-hmm. then we realize it's like, oh, my God, Bob, I need to go to bed. It's like four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. But right on. Well, you know, uh, one thing that we like to do to, to kick off any interview is to get to know our our guests a little bit about their uh, martial art background. So can you tell our listeners a little bit about how you got into martial arts and what arts you've chosen and, you know, and why martial arts? Okay, well, my martial arts passion, I'll start there first. My okay. martial arts passion started when I was actually three years old. Because wow. when I was three years old, I was watching movies like Bloodsport and Kickboxer at three years old. That's how long I wanted to meet, actually meet um, Grandmaster Frank Dukes. And that actually uh, came about, uh, I'd say, uh, back in 2009 that it happened. And he had took me as a student in Duke's Rue. And um, I'm also um, considering expanding um, to uh, White Tiger Martial Arts, which if you're not familiar with that, um, you have grandmasters like uh, Grandmaster Jim Thomas mm-hmm. and uh, Superfoot Bill Wallace. Mhm. Right on. Very, Very cool. cool. Now, did you did you experiment with any martial arts before you met Grandmaster Dukes? Um, I, actually, I always had the passion for it, but no, because where I live in a very small, populated place, there's not a lot of options. So. Oh, right on. Now, how did you how did you contact uh, Grandmaster Grandmaster Frank about studying with him? Did Did you just send him an email? Did you call him? How does that, actually, how did that work? Actually, it's, actually, it's a pretty funny story, and let me tell you, it wasn't an easy job. Um, <laughs> my search <laughs> started on MySpace, and I went through like a hundred some people because they had like fake Frank Dukes pages on there, and mm-hmm. I found him on MySpace. And like the year before, I had found a mutual friend of ours who gave me his cell number. And I talked to him on the phone, and he remembered me a year later, and that's sort of how it came into play. And then I found a charity that actually helped and paid for Frank to come in to personally meet me. Wow. Right on. How cool is that? It's been a long journey. It has. Oh, my goodness. That is so awesome. Very cool. Now, Justin, you said you're, you live in a very small town. What type of martial arts do they have where you are? Uh, there's, like, there's like a small martial arts place out at our mall. Like, you know, you got, like, the mall. But I'm yeah. going to check out and see what they've got. But they don't have very many options as far as martial arts is concerned. So, oh, and, you know, and you do have uh, these places that will not... Uh, take on the challenge of teaching someone that is uh, disabled, too. So Very true. It is true. So that, oh. Yeah, that makes it even more difficult. So, so basically, wow. I just 
uh, broke the doors down my own way. You know, you there you go. That's so. right. Very cool. Oh my goodness. Well, you know, it's like you know, at, this is one of the one of the reasons why I wanted you on this show is because, you know, like I said in in the promo during the break, you know, you just go out there and you do it, man. You just mm-hmm. go out there and you bust down doors and you do anything you set your mind to, and you know, for for many of us, you know, that are that would be considered by other people as able bodied, you know, we, you know, a lot of people don't have that drive and that and that right. passion, and that's what I admire about you. It's it's just yeah. um, it's 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 just amazing, and you know, and you know, thank God that you're around because when you were born, you really weren't you know, slated to live by the doctors. You're a miracle baby. Yeah, I, I wasn't even supposed to have lived. And they said, the doctor told my mother if I was going to live that I was just going to be a vegetable, that, you know, she should put me in, like, you know, an institution. And she said, no, he's mine. He's coming home with me, you know. Right on, Mom. Right on, Mom. Yeah. Yep. Wow. That's, a, that's well, amazing. I'd like to ask a question. Go ahead. Uh, I don't know if you can hear me. Okay, Justin, you know, I really, I know you're a martial artist, um, like you know, all three of us here, but you've also been a pro wrestling champion. I want to hear about this. <laughs> yes, me <laughs> you know, too. It's just amazing with, um, you know, you yeah. think you have a disability and you're you're a bit, you know, it's difficult for you and you're challenged. I don't know, would you, it would be too intrusive to ask you exactly how you accomplish that, I mean, if you don't have use of certain limbs, um, whether it's in martial arts and also in your pro wrestling championship, how did you accomplish that? Well, I actually I actually go to a camp every year that's for uh, disabled individuals, and I became a counselor last year at the same, at the same uh, campground mm-hmm. in uh, mm-hmm. a small promotion uh, comes and does a free wrestling show, and uh, one of my good friends that's uh, disabled, me and him is very competitive against each other, and he's like, I could beat you in a wrestling match and this and that. I'm bigger than you. And I'm like, oh, yeah. So I talked to the promoter, and he's like, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to put you <laughs> two in the ring, and we're going to have a championship match. So that's how it came to play. That's wow. awesome. Oh, my goodness. That's awesome. Now, just out of and curiosity. how did you win, though? Yeah. Uh, my my first match, um, it lasted seven minutes long, and I won by pinfall. And my last and final match, it was a 30-minute match. Um, oh, wow. I wasn't up to par, so it was a draw because I actually have a, have a hernia. And when I had that, you know... Uh, Hernia can be very damaging, mm-hmm. and I still went in there and competed, but I didn't lose my title. Oh, um, awesome! Very so cool. I know. Yeah, that's 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 so awesome. Oh my goodness! Now, um, just for just for our listeners, you said that you had attended a, a camp for uh, disabled individuals. Um, what's the name of the camp? Um, it's called the Elks Camp. Um, the Elks Association uh, sponsored the camp. Oh, so, okay. I'll do some and, and, si- and since I'm um, more mobile than a lot of them, um, mm-hmm. they made me a counselor last year because I actually helped physically 
feed some of the kids whatever they need. Mm-hmm. You know, so they made me staff yes or last year, and that was a very proud moment for me. Aww, so, very good. That is so very cool. cool. Oh, my goodness. Pro wrestling champ. Oh, my goodness. So, you know how, like, okay, I, ha- I have to ask, you know, when I was when I was in high school and college, I was a, I was pretty big with, like, pro wrestling. I used to follow it a lot. You know, my dad loved it, so he used to take us to big-time wrestling over here when, you know, they had Superfly Jimmy Snuka and uh, Playboy Buddy Rose and all those people before they went to WWF. Um, did you have a name? Did you have a wrestling name? Uh, back, back, uh-huh. back then, back then I called myself J.T. Foley because Mick Foley was my favorite um, mm. all-time wrestling superstar. Right on. Uh, very cool. And very uh, cool. since you're a wrestling fan, i got to mention one of my good friends uh, that loves my podcast is uh, Bruce Hart, the brother of what? Brett and Owen <laughs> Hart. Yes. Uh-huh. I had him on my show oh, last night. How cool so, is that? That's that pretty cool. very cool. Right so, on. The Heart Foundation. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, my goodness. Right on. Very cool. Okay. Well, I'll do some I'll do some research about um, the Elks and, and the camps that they have for uh, disabled individuals um, and put that up for, um, for viewing on our page. All right. Oh, that would be great. And let's uh, bring the mic over to Bob. Bob, do you have any questions for Justin? Yeah, Justin, like ourselves, you do your own radio show, Martial Arts Space. What got you interested in doing uh, radio and doing podcasts? Uh, Very interesting question, Bob. Let me try to give you the short version of that. Um, (laughs) You know, because sometimes my answers can be very detailed. Um. When I was a young child, I've always wanted to be on radio, and uh, I contacted uh, my favorite my favorite radio station around here, and I actually, um, when I was in high school, my senior year, I did some job shadowing, and um, I wanted a job with them, but some of them didn't think that I could do, didn't think that I could do radio. I don't know if it's because of my disability or my situation, but when somebody tells me that I can't do something, I go out and do it. I may not do it the way I want to do it, but I find a way to do it. So that's Mm -hmm. kind of what got me into podcasting and starting my own show. Wow. That's awesome. Very cool. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. You know, I did. I, I hope some of my young young students are, are listening because it's kind of like you know. And I'm sure as martial arts instructors, Michelle and Bob, you know how this goes. You know when people just get that look like I can't, or this is wonky, yeah. I can't do it, or yeah. you know, this is too hard, and or they get that 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 feeling of I'm going to give up this class. You know that yeah. kind of thing. Just it just makes you just crazy, doesn't it? And when yeah. I talk to people like Justin, it just makes me it just makes me want to like tell those kids, suck it up, you know. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh my goodness, Justin, you're definitely you're you're you you are an inspiration to all mm-hmm. of us. And man, oh man, you know, to have that kind of energy because you know I remember when I was able to stay up until three a.m. That 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 hasn't happened in like. 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
<laughs> yeah, we can still oh. remember the days when we could drink until 5 in the morning and then still go to uh, yeah. work at 8. No, That's it's right. true. I remember those days. That's right. I remember yeah. those days. And nowadays it's like a beer take me home. <laughs> yeah, it's like it made me tired. <laughs> I you can't know, do I wish it. you were still like Wolverine and had the regenerative powers, you know. Yeah, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, um, you know, Justin, you know, you like what Rosina just said, you know, being so inspirational. Would you uh, talk a little bit about your work with the March of Dimes? Yes. Oh, Yes, if I can remember that far back, honey, because it was like when I was a little child. But um, <laughs> I, um, <laughs> I mean, because well, that's I was, when it started. Okay, well, um, what I would do for several years, I was um, the ambassador for the March of Dimes when I was, you know, a little kid, and I would, you know, I would even do like public speaking in front of, you know, many, many people. So I did that for several years. So it's it's not like I get nervous in front of crowds, you know. So <laughs> it just it just adds to the to the trade as I like to call it. So mm-hmm. it was it was it was a good experience. So Right on. Good. Oh, very good. Now I'm interested, Justin. One time you you were actually in a band. What what uh, instrument did you play? Well, I I did um I did drums and I did um uh vocals on a uh on a on a few songs. Here's the interesting part, uh, Bob, that I think that you're going to love. I actually set it a mission of mine to re record um Fight to Survive and on my own alone from Bloodsport and that's what I did. Whoa. Hmm. Awesome. So, Where do we find cool. that MP three? <laughs> Where do we I, find I can, that I can MP3? Think it, I, I tell you what, I will send you a copy. I will All right. send you a copy. So, very cool. That would be cool. awesome. Right on. Oh, my goodness. So, so listeners I mean, out there. Yeah. Oops. Oh, I was going to give our yeah. listeners our phone number again. Listeners, our okay. phone number here is 347 If you'd like to call in and speak with Mr. Justin Harvey, he's the host of the syndicated podcast show, The Justin Harvey Show, all about martial arts and, and uh, in its practice and interviews with uh, great martial arts celebrities mm-hmm. and uh, practitioners. Give us a call. Let's give you that number again, 347-677-0699. Yay! Now <clears throat> let's uh, let's uh, kick back a little bit and talk a little bit more about your study with uh, Mr. Frank Dukes. Mm-hmm. Um, now you said you started studying in around 2009. Is that correct? Well, I actually, I actually met him in 2009, and um, oh, okay. I actually first, you know, got to uh, learn with him physically at his home. Um, I think it was uh, the summer before last. Um, mm-hmm. He, uh, you know, he trained me for about a week at his home. It was awesome. Wow! So, I mean, I had to do acupuncture and all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, stick work, and it was a lot of hard work, but in the end, it was worth it. So, very cool. Very cool. Yeah, now, so. our did. Do you presently carry a rank? Or I'm not familiar with how uh, Grandmaster Frank uh, uh, does that. Does he even do ranking at all, or how does that work? I, you know, I don't want to really, you know, talk about my rank right now because it's it's kind of on the ups and downs a little bit. But I think right. here 
I think here soon he's going to uh, bump me up to his uh, black, black belt in his system. But, right on. You know, I, right on. Yeah, I don't, want, I don't want to step on any toes or say something that I'm not <laughs> supposed to. So. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's understandable. Yeah, that's understandable. Thank you for 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 that. Uh, but what's your what, what's your favorite aspect of studying the arts? Oh wow! Um, we have a whole hour, buddy. You can you can go into as much detail as you want. <laughs> that, that one is a very tough question. Um, I, I think I like. You know, the discipline about it, the old style, you know what I mean? It's like, Mm -hmm. you know, versus MMA, I have nothing against MMA, but, you know, when it comes to my martial arts, I believe in the old etiquette, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, honor and respect. Yeah. You know? So that's that's what really draws me. You know, it's the spirit of it. Mm -hmm. That's what draws me to it. Very cool. Justin? Would you talk a little bit about um, your desire to fight Kumite? Would you talk a little bit about that? Yes. Absolutely. That one's an easy one. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Because believe it or not, I was four years old at the time, and I used to look at my brothers all the time, and I'd say, I'm going to fight in Kumite like Frank Dukes. That was Mm. my ultimate goal. That's what I wanted to do. So if I ever got contacted to this day uh, to fight in the Kumite, in my condition as, I, as I'm as i in, I would fight in the Kumite mm-hmm. if I got called today. I would love right to fight in the Kumite for the disabled. You know, and I'm surprised that there isn't. You know what I mean? I mean, even in even in open tournaments like the NBL and the um, S. KITA um and stuff like that you know the the national uh governing bodies of sport tournaments and stuff you know divisions for the handicapable as i call it mm-hmm. divisions for the handicapable are few and far between and i definitely think that should change and i think that you know that you know divisions for handicapable people should be in there kumite as well as kata um mm-hmm. I, you know, and oh my goodness, you know, and if you know, Bob, if we have to make Justin the poster boy to make that happen nationwide, mm-hmm. you know, let's do it. I mean, it. you know, you're you're Justin. You're right. You know, if if the Kumite, you know, does say, hey, Justin, you're gonna fight in the Kumite, we'll be behind you 100. percent I'll 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 find a way to fly down and stand behind you with the banner. <laughs> I hold the other end, Rusita. Yeah, she'll the hold the other end. end. I don't. Have, I don't we'll have be his girl. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Just his girls. That's right. That's right. You know, but, but yeah, I mean, definitely. See, you know, I've you know I've taught uh, people with uh, several types of disabilities, mm-hmm. everything from cerebral palsy to you know severe autism to, you know, you you name it. And, you know, when it comes to tournaments, boy, I tell you what, they want to go and they want to compete. And um, mm-hmm. one of my students, um, actually, who was uh, born with a cleft palate and um, club foot and uh, only one arm, she got mm-hmm. she actually managed to get in there because 
And, you know, it, it kind of pissed me off why they let her in. They let her in only because she was able to walk in on her own two feet. That was it. You know, if she was in on a wheelchair, wow. they, they probably wouldn't have let her in. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And when she took that second-place trophy for being her first tournament, Excellent. you know, I said to myself, why isn't there divisions for handicapable people? Or why won't they let handicapable people compete alongside, you know, mm-hmm. everybody else? Mm-hmm. What? You know, why doesn't that happen? And, you know, and I'm sure there are tournaments out there that do have um, handicapable divisions. So I'm not saying that all tournaments are, you know, discriminatory. I'm not even saying that tournaments are discriminatory. Mm -hmm. I know that there are some tournaments that have these divisions, but, you know, and but even so, why not just have them compete with everybody else? Why why does there have to be a separate division? You know, so anyway... Gosh, I just put myself on a bandwagon. Sorry. I'm going to run with well, it. Well, it is your show, so it is your show. <laughs> no, that is also gonna... a very good topic. It is. It is. I, you know, I would love to see Justin compete in a kumite. I would love to see Justin fighting. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, to, to, to prove that, you know, he can do anything he wants to. You know, it doesn't matter. You know, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Needs to prove it. Exactly, exactly. Oh my goodness, God, where do I have to go to get this started? Hmm. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll have to start a campaign and, and and see how many people we can get behind this and see if we can't, you know, make something possibly. You know, yeah. yeah why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Right on. Now. <laughs> Let's jump off that bandwagon. <laughs> I'm and on to another. And on to another bandwagon. That's right. That's right. The USA Martial Arts Hall of Fame. Justin, mm-hmm. you've been nominated to be in the USA Martial Arts Hall of Fame for 2015, and that's going on in April of this year. Wow. Tell us about your. Tell us about your nomination. Who nominated you? Okay, and I, I got to say it first here, you know, I'm very honored to be in the USA Martial Arts Hall of Fame, and I realize that there's, you know, martial arts masters that have been studying the arts for years, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I respect that, and, uh, you know, I was, I was sitting here at home uh, one day, and I, I got a call from um, a good friend of mine, his name is um, Master Todd Summers. Um, mm-hmm. He's with the uh, White Tiger Martial Arts as well, and the Superfoot, the Superfoot uh, Systems as well. And mm-hmm. he, he called me up and he said, "You know, you're doing a great job on your show." And uh, he's like, "I got some good news for you." And I'm like, "What's that?" He said, uh, uh, "We don't normally do this uh, six months in advance." But we want you to be here for this event. You have been nominated by me for the USA Martial Arts Hall of Fame, and it's gone through. And I like, I paused for a second. I'm like, "Are you serious?" And he's like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "Can I just record what you said?" (laughs) (laughs) It's a joke. It's a telemarketer. Yeah, because I I just couldn't believe it because. Yeah. To, to me, 
that moment, I felt like champion of the world. Mm-hmm. To be inducted mm-hmm. with so many great grandmasters. So, mm-hmm. I, I'm happy and excited. And I want to tell your listeners right now that may be attending the event, if you, if, if you want to personally meet me, take photos, whatever you need, be there in April. Right on. Now, where is it? What, where is it this year? Because it was in Seattle last year. Uh, where is it mm-hmm. next this year? It's going to be in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, right and, uh, Michelle Money is going to be there. So, right on. I will be there. I know. I'm very excited. It initially turned out to me finding a you know talking to of course the promoters and the board of the USA Martial Arts Hall of Fame try to find us a, a quiet corner if that's possible in a very mm-hmm. busy hotel where there's seminars going on during the day and then, of course, the awards uh, induction ceremony and dinner in the mm-hmm. evening. And I was, I just asked, is there a small, quiet corner where I can kind of hold an interview with uh, Justin Harvey? And it turned out that they're going to give me a space to do that. And so I, oh, it's awesome. turning out. Yeah, I know. It's so wonderful. So, you know, it's hard with Justin, you know, to ask him to travel. And he doesn't travel very much um, because he has mm-hmm. to have help. And, you know, I figure uh, Indianapolis is much closer to Southern California than uh, West Virginia. So um, yeah. my hope, yeah, to make it there and to feature Justin as a guest on the, the Masters Hall of Fame World News. I think that's going to be an interview that the audience will really, really get a lot out of. And Very might cool. be something that, you know, students might even watch and say, you know what, I've been kind of sniveling and I'm being a little bit of a brat. And if this guy can do all of this, I can surely, you know, reach Greenbelt. You know, whatever it is exactly. they're off, Yeah, they might get that wind in their sail then. Um, if they mm-hmm. meet Justin and see Justin and hear Justin's story, it's very important. So, yeah, I am pretty excited to meet him there in April. <laughs> very cool. Oh, yeah. pictures. It, it, Lots of pictures. It's going to be a blast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very cool. All righty. I'm going to turn the mic over to Bob. And why would ah. you do that? What, <laughs> why not? Because I you know, can't. You're, you're like, oh, oh, have you ever noticed when you're eating dinner at a restaurant, the only time that the waiters and waitresses ask you if everything's, <laughs> if everything's okay is when you have a mouthful of food. <laughs> there, right? That means you have a mouthful of food right now? or No, it means that my notes for up. <laughs> I wasn't prepared. <laughs> I knew that was going to be... It's pretty dangerous to have Bob on the mic anyway, so, uh, yeah, why do you do that? <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was funny, and I've, I've got tears in my eyes right now. When uh, Rusty, you're going to have to help me out, was inducted into the Women's Martial Arts Instructors Hall of Fame about, what, two years ago? Uh, le- beginning of last year, yeah. Oh, it's always just last year. Well, I I wrote this letter, and they agreed to to read it at the time of the ceremony. Mm -hmm. And I wrote some stuff down, and I I typed it out, and I I knew that would tell her who it was. My next line was, now you'll notice a a look of terror come over Rosita's face because she doesn't know what's ever going to come out of my mouth. 
<laughs> so which true. happened which happened because because the way that Kim Ivy the president of the the association of women's martial arts instructors she was reading this and I was um I I, w- I had just taken a picture with some people and I was actually tweeting it right and then she um she started to read this she's like I have a letter for one of our nomi- for one of our nominees for one of our honorees and he started to read it I had no clue Right, because you know I was, was kind of like half you. listening. That it was about me. Had no clue, and I forgot what she said that made it obvious that it was that yes. it was you writing about me. And I looked over at Carrie Maleo, who's the vice president, and she like grabbed my hand and goes, "Yep, it's about you." And I looked at her like horrified, <laughs> you know. And right after that, right after that, the second I looked at Carrie and and just went up. Uh, you know, Kim goes, and now Rusty's got a look of sheer terror on her face because, <laughs> yeah, and, and then she read the whole thing. That was a very sweet letter, Bob. Thank you. Well, it was quite a surprise, too. It was quite a surprise. I was like, <laughs> wonderful. Well, Bob, Bob uh, behaved himself for once. My goodness. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was just the right amount of humor. And you know what my wife? You know what my wife said about the letter? She told me you should write a, a small snippet right at the end. Finish the damn book. Right? Uh, right? right? Yeah, I do. I do. Yes. I do need to finish the damn book. Oh, uh, that's part of my because we're off topic. Uh, yeah. Justin, what are your plans for 2015? What are your interview plans? Your radio show? Mm-hmm. What, what What are you doing this year? Uh, okay, well, uh, one one thing that I can one thing that I can tell you, um, you know that uh, Cynthia Rothrock and Don the Dragon Wilson are going to be in a film called The Martial Arts Kid. Yes, right. Yes. We know about it. We've oh, been yeah. marketing it too. Yeah. Well, um, I'm actually planning on really, really plugging that this year and helping them out oh, get good. the word out about the film. Good. So. Good. Let's do it together because me and Bob and Michelle have been really plugging the really plugging the mm-hmm. show, uh, really plugging the movie, and we've had uh, several of the cast members on, um, as well as James and and Dawn and um, some of the cast members and stuff. So yeah, let's do it because you know, does anyone know when it's going to be released? I haven't uh, heard yet. Spring, spring this year. Yeah, oh, we I'm don't have. Maybe I'm thinking maybe. Um, Maybe March or something. Maybe yeah, maybe exactly. sooner than that. Wow, we don't have much mm. time. Let's let's get the word out, man. Let's let's do it. Let's let's do it again. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's awesome. So yeah, that's another great movie to look for, folks, listeners out there. The Martial Arts Kid, and it's been a long time since a movie like this has come out. I mean, you know, they had the you know Karate Kid or the Kung Fu Kid with you know Jaden mm-hmm. Smith and stuff like that. Um, but it's you know it's been about like five years I think you know it's it's time for a fresh brand new movie with a different with a different message and uh, yeah and I think a timely message a current one of bullying I think that's the yeah. main theme which is uh, which wasn't the real main theme of the Karate Kid but of course was a huge element of it yeah um, yeah yeah definitely. So yeah, let's market it. So, yes, the Martial Arts Kid listeners, Google it. Check Cynthia Rothrock and Don the Dragon Wilson are on there. 
uh, Hamid Larizi and uh, um, the young dragon Larizi. Uh, the, the whole nine yards, a bunch of people on there, a great cast of people. Go check it out. All right. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah. Uh, so, Justin, can you talk a little bit about um, your audio book, which, which Cynthia and Don will also be helping you on? Oh, I know these are awesome. some of your plans for 2015. So, if we'd talk a little bit about that, that'd be awesome. Well, I actually, they're not helping on the audio book, dear. You're kind of, you're a little confused, um, so I'll oh, break it okay. down for you. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying uh-huh. to get... Uh, <laughs> I'm not even I'm drinking tra- and I'm confused. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm trying, what I'm currently working on right now, um, I'm trying to get on iHeartRadio because that's a really huge platform and it'll give me more options to do more things with the show. Well, I um I was talking to uh, Cynthia Rothrock today about my cause, and she actually posted on her Facebook, you know, please help my friend out, Justin Harvey, get, you know, a few more likes, and she's really trying to help me push this. Awesome. So, so that's what that's about, Michelle, so... Oh, good. But you are trying to do an audio book soon, aren't you? Uh, yeah, I'm actually, what what I would like to do, now, you know, this, I'll debut this on y- y'all's show. Here's what I would like to do, which I need to go through the proper channels to do so, but I would love to turn some of my best martial arts interviews into an audio book. Mm-hmm. And Very cool. and really get it out there, you know. Mm-hmm. So, Very to cool. Magazines and 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 to the consumers of the martial arts, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because some of these martial arts masters that I've had on my show, you know, they you know they're not in the spotlight per se, but they need to be back in the spotlight. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, kind of like, what are they doing now type of thing. Right. Yeah. That's cool. You know, Very cool. So it's just mm-hmm. an idea that I'm playing with, so. Awesome. Awesome. Very cool. Now, I think we uh, briefly got into a couple questions ago about um, your plans, your other plans for 2015 as far as like, uh, uh, people that you might want to get on your show this mm-hmm. year. Who are some people that you want to get on your show this year? Okay, uh, well, uh, for the past two years, I have been talking to um, Paul Herzog, and if you don't know who Paul Herzog is, he is the one who wrote uh, music for Bloodsport and Kickboxer. Oh, so, cool. And He's actually agreed to come on my show. I'm just waiting for some final things that he has to do before he comes on the show. So, and um, I may have um, uh, UFC um, fighter Sarah McMahon come back on the show. She was a real pleasure to interview. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know that um, James Wilson will be on the show. I... uh, Got him oh, cool. the other day, so he said he's down for it. So I'm I'm working on a lot of people. So very cool. Sounds like a, mm-hmm. a pretty exciting year for you. 
Oh, oh, yeah, and I, I'd like to mention to y'all um, that um, one of the interviews that I've always wanted to do, but unfortunately we'll never have the opportunity, is to interview David Carradine. Mm-hmm. Oh. Because mm-hmm. I loved Kung Fu, and I, I love Kung Fu, The Legend Continues. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. I remember yeah. watching the original series uh, when the episodes were new, and just thinking that's what actually got me into martial arts. I wanted to learn kung fu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. bless his memory. Uh, David Carradine was yeah. sure a pioneer in his own right for the proliferation yeah. of uh, martial arts. Oh my mm-hmm. goodness! Well, what about? Justin, I mean, you know, since mm-hmm. we're talking, you know, Duke's Rue and the Kumite, have you, yeah, have you thought about Jean-Claude Van Damme? <laughs> Actually, um, it, it's funny that you mentioned that because that is my ultimate goal for 2015 because I've, I've wanted to interview him um, for many, many years because I basically, with the exception of probably... Uh, one person probably. I've mm-hmm. had all of the cast of Kickboxer featured on my show. Oh, you just need one uh, more person. Yeah. <laughs> you just need one, one more person. person. <laughs> that would be so cool. That would be so cool. That would. If there's anything that we yeah. can do to help you get Jean Claude on there for you, let us know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know him personally. Does anybody else? I don't know him. <laughs> Bob, well, I like the Michelle's connection. Uh, I'm working. Michelle's on got it. connections. Yeah, Michelle's got connections too. <laughs> I, I That's I a even, couple. <laughs> yeah, I, I even I even tried writing his wife Gladys on my Facebook page, but I don't think she ever saw my message. So, but oh. I, I did try to write Gladys. So, well, Jean Claude's moving back to the U.S. Um, in next. Well, actually, it's this month. So, I have a contact that's waiting to ask timely um, Jean Claude for an interview with Justin, or if he is unable to do that, maybe just like a a tag. You know, he's listening mm-hmm. to the Justin Harvey show. So, working oh, awesome. on it. But you know, Hollywood and. How even Jean Claude can be quite difficult <laughs> is his reputation. <laughs> so it's mm-hmm. the timing and the delivery. So my contact has everything. So it's just about the right timing of when they ask. So mm-hmm. just have to have faith in that. <laughs> right. Well, I, I I know it'll happen eventually because in reality, like when I when I got Don the Dragon Wilson booked, it actually took me three years to get him booked. Wow. So. Wow. Well, let me tell you a story about that. We, we got Don very quickly because, you know, I knew James, and, and uh, I actually ran into James <laughs> in the hall at the Martial Arts History Museum and mm-hmm. said, let's do this. And it fell on. Now, Rusty wasn't on the show that day. She, she ended up calling in, but she wasn't there. It was, uh, huh. you, were in, you were in Oregon at a, a seminar. Yeah. It was right. Super Bowl weekend, right? Yeah. She yeah. never watched the Super Bowl. That day, he decided to watch the Super Bowl. Oh. And I couldn't get a hold of him. I, I, I'm Facebooking James going, where's your brother? And I was oh freaking out. Oh. 
But, I mean, you know, Don was a real pleasure, though. I mean, it, he was real cool. He recorded a promo for the show, and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and he, he actually, what's funny is he actually called my cell phone, and I missed his call, and he, he left me a voicemail, and I'm actually trying to figure out how to get the voicemail off my phone so I can store it, you know, <laughs> so. Oh. Oh, that would Don's be awesome, cool Yeah. Guy. There's, He's always a oh, great guy. Uh, there's a way to do it. The Masters Hall of Fame. I know there's there's got to be a way to do it to pull it off. There is, yeah, mm-hmm. there is. Yeah, I'll I'll have to take a look at that because I I actually had to record some stuff from a voicemail. That's a long story. Um, let's just say I had to record wow. it for proof, and mm-hmm. um, and I managed to do it and clean it up. But I'll I'll have to remember because it 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 was like five years ago. So if I figure that out, Justin, I'll I'll, uh, I'll PM you and let you know how to grab it off your phone so that way it's good that, material. That yeah. would be great. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll work on that after we get off the show. But right on. I had a question. Mm. It was in my head and I completely... Shoot. <laughs> was it about Jean-Claude? Well, no, because, cause, well, I was going to say that, you know, how, like you said it, you know, how Hollywood is, you know, actors are yeah. hard to get a, hard to get a hold of. Um, well, you uh, know, Rusty, you mentioned that, you know, uh, I tried to get, as our very first guest over two years ago, I tried to get T-Mac from The oh, Last yeah, Dragon. Yeah. I mm-hmm. had his email, I'd met him before, and I had to go through his his publicity guys and his oh my god it was a nightmare and then he contacts me the saturday before the show and he says okay uh-huh. what time the show and i said i'm sorry you took too long i'm booked right go screw yourself <laughs> sorry <laughs> oh my god <laughs> wow and rusty knows when, when, when somebody gives me attitude though like that rusty knows me they don't i don't care anymore <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he gave well, me literally, literally twelve hours to to put the show together around him, and we'd already scheduled uh, the late uh, uh, Lindsay Larguza to do our show. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I, it was a good choice to have uh, Gooder Lindsay on because, unfortunately, I'll, like three days later, he had passed on. So we yeah, were his I'll, last. I will, I will never, I will never regret that decision. Ever. <laughs> Clearly, it's very. You're convicted. I can hear it in your voice. <laughs> yeah, confidence and conviction. Justin, yeah. Well, you know what, Bob? Your wife needs to pour a, a glass of cold water over your head right about now, <laughs> or a good beer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with a funnel. Maybe he needs to do the ice bucket challenge. What do you think? There you go. Yeah, ice bucket yeah. You should have done it. Did you do the uh, polar bear plunge, you crazy as shit? No, I did not. You I had to do it this year? I did not do it this year. I, I, we had class New Year's Eve, and I went home, and I just said, screw it. I had dinner. I had a big ribs dinner, and I, yeah. was on, and I was on Facebook for a while wishing people on the other side of the world a happy New Year, mm-hmm. and I was just going to sit there and watch the space needle blow up, and that was... That was my thing, and, and I did. went to bed, and I did, and I went to bed and didn't wake up until 10. <laughs> right on. And I, Wait, yeah, that was my me time. Yeah, so yeah, I didn't geez. do the uh, polar bear punch. 
No. Now, Justin, do you have that on your on your side of the country since it gets so cold over there? These these crazy people that decide to jump into the Atlantic. <laughs> uh, we we've got crazy people here, but you know it's you gotta watch what you do. I mean, where I live, you gotta understand where I live. You got horses and you got cows and you got farms. It's not like a big city, so ah. right. So. Well, I want to rewind a little bit because I, um, you know, Bob, you were getting pretty bitter about, you know, a guest that you spent hours preparing for and then just didn't show. Justin, have you ever had a guest that agreed to be on your show? You did all the preliminary work, had the discussions, were all ready to go, and they just didn't show, or did they back out at the last minute? Have you encountered that at all with your show? Actually, I've had something similar to that, actually. Yes, I have. So, can you give us a little bit of an example of what what that situation was like and how it made you feel? Oh, okay. Well, I won't mention any names, but um, this person, um, I will say this person is uh, very popular because of the um, the original uh, Power Ranger series. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well, um, you know, he advocates on his pages that he helps out children and this and that. And I'm like thinking, oh, great, you know, it'll be great to advertise him, you know, on my show. And then, um, you know, like he told me last year that uh, that uh, he was booked up and this and that. And I wrote him several times. And he's like, write this person and I'll do your show. And then um, he's like, I'm booked up this year, but if you write me first thing at the beginning of the year, I'll make sure and get you booked. Well, I did I did that, and absolutely no word at all. Wow. wow. So, wow. you know, I, I hate to say this, but I absolutely question this person's character because I've done everything in my power to get him on the show, and I'm like, hey, just, you know, give me five minutes, you know, Mm -hmm. five minutes. That's all I ask. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like this person just keeps giving me the runaround. Yeah, yeah. Me and Bob go through that a lot. And, you know, after a while, we just kind of go, eh, screw it. Yeah. We're just going to have somebody else on that. The, yeah, shoulder shrug, you know, hands up in the air. And just we just get someone else on, and it's always a fun show. Um, oh, I have, I, have, I have one, and Rusty knows about him, that he asked to be on the show. I left his voicemail, so I emailed him, and he, he wouldn't respond. And he asked, to, he personally asked me to have him on the show. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah. And now we can't get a hold of him. <laughs> Right, wow. and there, when we've had people that that we've called on for the show when they're supposed to be on, we couldn't get a hold of them. We, we, now those are few and far between, but we have had those kind of people. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and as far as I'm concerned, they'll never be on the show again. Don't, I won't even ask them. Yeah, because to me, you know, to me, if you don't want to do my show, tell me you don't want to do my show. Don't be disrespectful, wasting my time. Exactly. Exactly. Totally courtesy. You know. It is. It is. And 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 you know, I mean, I kind of you know a lot of celebrities. I kind of give sort of uh, a pass because you know they're busy and stuff like that. And you know we do have to go through their people. You know, have your people contact my people. What? 
Really? You know, (laughs) (laughs) really for five minutes, you know, what, you know? Um, So I give them, I give them a pass and that, you know, a lot of times, you know, that you do have to go through their people because of, I don't know, this, that, or the other, and, you know, security, you know, that kind of thing. But, you know, I, I do agree with you, Justin, that, you know, if you can't do it, just say so. Or if you don't even want to do it, just say, you know what, I can't do it. Simple. That way you can move on. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it would have been a great interview, but, you know, I'm not sweating, sweating it because the way I see it, I've already bypassed this person. I mean, I've had, you know, great grandmasters of the trade. And mm-hmm. this guy's only known because of a series that he was on. That's the right. only reason he's known. So. Right. Yeah, me and Bob have had discussions about that before. <laughs> oh, geez. The Masters? Are we back on the Masters topic again? <laughs> Sorry. No, we're back on the we're back on the topic of of yeah, yeah people that you know still think that they're part of the silver screen. And uh, anyway, anyhow, okay. Um, what, Justin? What was your funnest interview? I'm sure you've had plenty, but what's one that sticks out of your mind? As far as being your oh funnest. gosh, Fun, funnest interview! Mm-hmm. Oh wow, Master Ken, that was a ball. <laughs> oh, oh, that, that was the funnest we did as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that one was off the charts. Wow, that one was yeah. cool. Now was he was he Master Ken for your whole interview? Yeah, he, was, he he was Master Ken the whole interview <laughs> because wow. you know he's like you know he's like. I have heard of your show, and, uh, you know, I love your show, but I'd like to discredit all the guests that you've had until now, but all these other guys are bullshit, you know, okay. here I am, <laughs> die laughing, you know. <laughs> well, Me and Bob couldn't handle it anymore. Oh, <laughs> oh, go ahead, we, we just said, okay, it's time for Matt now to come out, but Rusty yeah. and I just before... That that week before he was on, we did a soundbite where we both were in sync and we said, Ameridote's bullshit. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> it was funny. We You're played asking it. for, we like, the hip thrust. Oh, my God. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Oh, it was funny. We played it for him, and he thought it was, like, the, do I still have it? Oh, here we go. Let's see. Ameridote's bullshit. <laughs> And you know he was at this, he was at this year's Masters Hall of Fame, and we had we didn't make it instrumental, but we we actually tried to get a bunch of tables to say Ameridote's bullshit all at the same time when he was introduced. Never happened. Oh, that that would have been hilarious. Oh uh, well, his his whole skit was hilarious. I was crying. It was. Oh, hilarious. I was too. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. Yeah. My gosh. So yeah, Master Ken definitely, definitely. Um, I was going to ask about another category of interview, and it left. Oh, educational. Which would you think would be the most? Yeah, educational. You know, outside of asking, you know, how normally we would ask celebrities, like, how did you get started in martial arts? You know, what did you, what did you find? You know, the most interesting working on this set or that? You know, normally, you know, you ask those kind of questions, but. You know, sometimes you have guests that that will actually teach, like, really deep stuff without actually teaching. So, you know, have you ever had, like, educational um, interviews with anybody? 
one one name that sticks out in my mind is um Grandmaster Vic Moore. Now that guy is a very wise man. Hmm. You sit and listen to him, and he will teach you lessons that you never even thought you would learn. I mean, honestly, he is very wow. wise. Very cool. Now, Joseph, do you also do uh, uh, subject interviews? Uh, can you rephrase that? Um, yeah, I, I need to. It didn't come out the way I wanted to. Yeah, <laughs> like, discussion discussion topics. <laughs> do you, do you do shows on, on certain topics, you know, women in the martial arts, uh, MMA, things like that, other than just guests, or is that how you're sort of surrounded by just guest interviews? Well, see, I... I started, like, at the end of, well, the end of the year, I started doing, like, subject because that's why I had, you know, Cynthia Rothrock and, and, uh, you know, Sarah McMahon in mind because I wanted to shine the light on, uh, female martial artists. So, yes, I'm starting, I'm starting to do that as, as we speak. Cool. Well, very Mm -hmm. nice. Well, I have a quick question. Justin, you're about ready to hit your hundredth podcast. Which is yeah. that's so monumental, and I was wondering that is. what podcast are you on right now, and who is slated to, to be guests up to ninety nine a hundred? Well, I I tell you who I would love to have for my hundredth episode, which I'm trying to get in contact with them, uh, Carrie Tagawa, who was Shang Tsung in the Mortal Kombat series. Oh, we can get that for you. You mean Carrie Ogawa Wong? So we what? can help you with that. Is, is that who you mean? Do you mean Kerry Ogawa Wong? Kerry uh, Tsawa. I think oh. he means somebody else. Uh, 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 no, um, he's right. It's Kerry... Tagawa. Kuroki Tagawa. Yeah, yeah, that... Kerry with a C-A-R-Y. Yeah. Yes. He was also well, in Kickboxer uh, 2 and a couple of Disney films as well. Yeah, you're going to get that for your you know, Yuki, Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to push that one. I don't know how that one's going to go, but that would be great for a 100th episode. That would be the great Shang Tung. <laughs> That'll be cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, absolutely, absolutely. And I also I wanted to mention, too, if I can mention this, too, I don't only do martial arts. I also throw a little bit of um, technology in my shows. I um, I uh, use a program called Dragon Naturally Speaking, mm-hmm. which what it is is um, you speak to your computer and the words type out for you. Well, I've had the vice president of the company on my show on several occasions. So I advocate for Dragon Naturally Speaking. Oh, cool. Oh, very Mm -hmm. cool. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Awesome. That's cool. I like to change it up a little bit, you know, and a little bit of pro wrestling mixed in. You know, I I haven't been keeping up with pro wrestling, God, for going on a decade now. I mean, you know, I mean, I did hear uh, the last I heard, I think the last time I had I had heard anything that I chose to hear about with pro wrestling was when, um, oh, I forgot which which one of the Hart brothers passed away. Um, Uh, He fell in Hart. 
Well, yeah, it was wonder, Owen. He, yeah, he fell off of uh, he fell off of the scaffolding, and um, yeah, and that was, was like back, what? Yeah. That was back oh, in my. '99 over the years. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow! So that was the so I guess it's been since then since I've been keeping up with pro wrestling. But uh, my mom still watches it. Sometimes I'll come home and you know and I'll <laughs> see it on TV, and I think it's. I mean, oh my gosh, my dad was it's such. A fan. It, it was. My mm-hmm. dad was such a fan, mm-hmm. and we, my sister and I, would get like just we would throw popcorn <laughs> at the bad guys. You know, I mean, it was it was so cool, and we kept up with you know every personality here in the Pacific Northwest when big time wrestling was around, and then all of them went to uh, WWF, mm-hmm. um, and we were like, wow, cool. So you know, of course, you know, we had to keep up with that, and then I just stopped. You know, at the turn of the century, it was um, it was pretty cool. So. Yeah, so, so sometimes I do like to mix my shows, and I hope that my martial arts following doesn't mind that because sometimes it's good to give them a little bit of a, a variety, and I think that's why my people love my shows because they're like, what will Mr. Harvey do next? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because, you know, I mean, I, I I listen to other podcast shows. Like, you know, there's uh, um, there are like a lot of MMA shows you know, out there, um, and they're, um, they're, well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, like, categorize them, but, like, many martial arts shows are strictly interview, cut and dry, you know, strictly interview, um, or, you know, they go into, you know, MMA's better, and everything else sucks, and, you know, that kind of thing, and, and it's true, Justin, I mean, where you're going with your show and your, uh, format, um it's it's perfect it's you know it's exactly what the martial arts community as a community not as you know not as a uh uh niche type thing but as a community it's it's what it needs and you know that's why me and bob got into it you know we wanted to get something back to the community as opposed to being a niche and Mm -hmm. you know there's not very many of these shows around and you know i had posted on facebook yesterday that you know uh, shows like yours and ours, Justin, we have to stick together because there's not many of us. And, you know, and to just continue to work together to, you know, give back to the community the way that you are, um, that we are, and, you know, and just give back because, you know, I'm done with the niche community thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm done oh, with being right. Oh, absolutely. And, and with my show, you know, you know how some some people – you know, they're at each other's throats, this martial artist yeah. isn't like that martial artist. Well, yeah. when you're on my show, all that crap is is put to the side long enough good. to have a good yes, product sir. show because everybody has a story. Mm-hmm. Everybody mm-hmm. does. So. Exactly. And I, think that's why, and I think that's why a lot of my fans really respond to that because, you know, I don't belong to a certain clique. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I think that we're all the martial arts. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that community is supporting you entirely and I think it's a not a place um doesn't replace your brother and your best friend, but I think that you know, we are here to support you. We're, we all support mm-hmm. each other in yes. Dynamic Dojo or the Justin right. Harvey show or any sh- other shows. I mean, if they're uplifting and truly enriching the community. But, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't replace your brother. But I mean, he said to you, you know, keep doing your show. You're good at it. 
And does that, mm-hmm. is that something that comes to mind um, when you're planning the next show or when you're on the air, when you feel you're human too. I mean, those moments where you might feel less motivated than you normally are. I mean, how often do you think of those words that your brother has said to you? I, I think of those words quite often because here, here's the thing. Everybody, you know, everybody's human and everybody mm-hmm. goes through depression and slumps in their life. And I had gotten yeah. to where I had quit doing my shows. And my my brother, you know, came up to me uh, one day and he's like, you need to start doing your shows again. You know, he's like, I'll listen, you're good at it. He says, you know, that's your thing, you're really good at it. And, um, you know, a few weeks later, he, he had passed away. So to me, with me keeping this show going, mm-hmm. I'm honoring his memory. Well, what do you think your brother would say about all of this amazing acclaim that you're receiving with the USA Martial Arts Hall of Fame and being on, on Dynamic Dojo and uh, being number one podcast for 2014 and being on the Masters Hall of Fame World News? What do you think your brother would say to you right now? I think he'd say... I knew you could do it, see you could do it, and uh, he would be thrilled to actually know, to actually know that I actually personally know the one and only Tom Poe from the Kickboxer series. Mm-hmm. He did the Tom Poe cheers watching Kickboxer all the time as, as kids. <laughs> so, so he's That's very awesome. proud. I have That's a message awesome. here um, from Rob Davidson, and Justin, he wants you to know that you're doing a great job. Right on. Well, speaking of Rob, I'm actually going to have him on the show uh, plugging a movie he's making at the moment, so he's going to be on in uh, 2015. Excellent. Rob's a great cool. guy. Very mm-hmm. cool. And That's Michelle, awesome. when I talk to him, he thinks very highly of you, too. So, Aww. Just so you know. Oh, Aww. thank you. No, I, I adore Ron. So, yeah, that's great. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. Let's see. Well, we, we're getting into the last uh, five or so minutes of our broadcast. So, um, Michelle and Bob, do you have any uh, last questions for Justin before I ask him a last question? <laughs> No, please go ahead. All right. Yeah, well, you know we, we, you know we have people of all ages that that listen to our show, um, and I know some young ones too. And uh, mm-hmm. do you have any do you have any advice for the young ones uh, for their martial arts or for well, you know, what if they want to get into radio or any other type of broadcasting TV? Um, you know, what type of advice would you give, give to the young people out there about uh, following their dreams? Okay, well, first first of all, I'd like to say, you know, um, go for it. If, if it's something that you want to do, go for it and, you know, and stay away from drugs and stuff because that stuff mm-hmm. will, you know, stop you from doing what you want to do. And, um, and education is very important. So. Yeah. Very cool. Very awesome. Cool. You hear that, kids? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hear that, kids? Stay in school. <laughs> Darn it. Don't do drugs. Yeah. Uh, yeah, don't do drugs and 
Yeah. Awesome. Well, you know, we are we're going to have to end the broadcast. Um, and, it, you know, it just so happens that when we're ending the broadcast, you know, people get on the chat board. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, my God. So what did you say? Oh, Miss well, Pretty, I think, that, I think that's a bot, Rosie. Don't worry about that one. Yeah, she, yeah. They've yeah. been on before. Yeah, they've yeah they've been on before, and yeah, nothing nothing really happens. And I don't know, Miss Pretty, if you're listening, go ahead and type something in the chat board. Thanks for joining us, Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio, and nothing. <laughs> well, anyway, okay. <laughs> Justin, thank thank you so much for taking the thank time you, out of your schedule for joining us. And Michelle, as always, thank you for being a wonderful guest co-host. It's always a pleasure to have you on. It's always so much fun. <laughs> oh, thanks for having me. I love it. And I'm really honored to be here with Justin as the guest. So thank you for asking. My pleasure. All right. And thank you, too, Bob, always. Thank you always for being one of the best co-hosts that anyone can ever have. Just, you're just so awesome. And uh, tune in to, well, not tune in, but go ahead and check the Dynamic Dojo Facebook page throughout the week um, for more news and tidbits. Next week, Sunday, the 11th at 6 p.m., we're going to have Grandmaster Bram Frank of uh, Derobio Escrima joining us. Did I get Very that good. right? I think it's I think it's Derobio Escrima. Yes, so did. he'll be joining <laughs> us. He'll be talking a little bit about uh, Escrima. Um um, some books that he's in and also his uh, knife designs. He he designs knives. So it'll be very cool. Awesome. Cool. So until then, everyone, have a great evening and we'll see everyone next week. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye.